This is the Epilogue audio experience. Siddharth Anand Kumar, better known as Sid to his friends, has climbed the success ladder slowly and gradually. He has dabbled in writing, direction, photography, editing and teaching all in a span of just 18 years. Kumar has directed two independent feature films and over 20 television serial shows. Currently the vice president of films and events for Saregama, he produces compelling stories for theatrical and digital audiences in India and worldwide. There are innumerable story writers across the universe who pen plot on paper and computer but they don't know how to get across to the right channel and the right platform today siddharth anand kumar will share the mantra that his banner follows and explain how every idea has a potential of becoming a game changer siddharth welcome to the show Thank you ma'am so nice to be here I was just thinking uh, that uh, our listeners are not uh, always acquainted with uh, exactly what the organization is all about and what it does and what is your role so let's start with that first Lovely so um, I work at Saregama which used to be called HMB his master's voice it is mm-hmm. India's oldest music label um I would say that most of the old music that we have all grown up listening to and today is very much part of what we consider the soul of indian heritage as far as film music is concerned is sitting in saregama's library it has been in the business uh, of ip for a very very long time along with the vast music catalog saregama mm-hmm. has also been in film production and tv production mm-hmm. in television uh, saregama runs one of the largest and most successful south indian tamil language tv production houses um under which the the show number one show in sun tv which is something called roja is produced by saregama uh, saregama has also in the past done a lot of hindi tv serials including savdhan india which used to come on life okay and was a very very popular show previously about 10 years ago saregama had ventured into film production four or five films were made at that time and uh, now since 2007 we have been running a film production studio called Udly under uh, Saregama India Limited which is what i run for Saregama so before we uh, get on to talking about Udly films i want to do a small flashback and uh, ask you that when uh, hmb was there what was happening in your life So uh, when HMB was there I was uh, uh, I I think a, a bit young. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did you were you aware you, of his master's voice? Of course I was. I think the 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 logo is so unique. Mm. Uh, the dog in front of the gramophone. I mean that's an iconic image from our childhood. Yes. Uh, I remember having uh, my parents having a record player mm. and I uh, used to be fascinated watching that logo spin. Hmm. you know it was it's it's just one of those sites that you'll never forget um, and what also, was about you that made you come to this place for a job why did you feel that you were made for music and for creativity and for cinema 
what was about your background what was about your well, upbringing what was about your surrounding well i've been a, a, a freelance director before i joined saregama in fact mm. uh, joining saregama was purely by accident um i've been directing for about 20 years of my career uh, mm. i've done a lot of television uh, i noticed that you had worked with swastik i have also worked with swastik i directed mahabharat which they made for star tv so i used to do a lot of tv direction i was also directing a couple of shows for saregama at that time when i happened to meet at that time the new md of saregama vikram mehra and mm. um, you know just like uh, in the words of mario puzo or uh, the godfather film by coppola he made me an offer i couldn't refuse hmm. uh, obviously all of us come into uh, filmmaking with a desire to make films that's yeah. what we see as children and that's what we are fascinated with same for hmm. me i to hmm. i grew up in delhi i used to do some theater acting uh, with a, a group called theater action group a lot hmm. of very prominent people were my seniors there including sharukh khan Divya Seth, um, people who are still very active, you know. Um, yeah. So I trained under Barry John, and yeah. um, you know, my, I belong to a Delhi business family. So obviously, my family did not want me to get involved with acting. So mm. I had a deal with the devil, with my father, <laughs> mm. and uh, he told me you study something technical in uh, okay. this field. So I mm. studied cinematography, mm-hmm. and I, I I was in the US. doing a bachelor of arts in filmmaking and okay. came back to india started working as a cinematographer one of the first assignments i got this is the year 99 was to make a tv show uh, that tigmanshu dhulia was directing and bobby bedi was producing this was something called rajdhani uh, yes. it was a really, uh, you know this was i think just the end of uh, at the end of the golden period of television so it was a very nice show about politics in delhi which i was a cinematographer for and gradually my career grew from cinematography i produced and directed an independent feature film called let's enjoy which was about a party in a farmhouse in delhi mm-hmm. which led me to uh, getting a call from uh, someone in balaji saying we're doing a tv series come and direct it so i moved from delhi to bombay and mm-hmm. uh, started working in television for many many years until um, until saregama happened so you have changed uh, many lanes many lines and uh, also the profile of uh, what you do has changed drastically yes it's all under the larger umbrella of filmmaking so yes. i can say that filmmaking has been a, a passion literally from when i was 16 but right. uh, you know i i've done i've done many things uh, cinematography i've actually even taught screenwriting at mm-hmm. a film school that bobby bedi was running in um, delhi called school of convergence so mm-hmm. uh, bobby bedi would be one of my very first mentors in the mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. um so yeah from from writing to directing to uh, acting i actually um, worked as an assistant to meera nair on the making of kama sutra and oh <laughs> that so oh that, that yeah that was in the year 95 and yeah. uh, there was an actor from Bangalore who I never got to meet his name was Dodo Bhujwala and mm-hmm. uh, Dodo failed to show up when we were in the middle of our schedule shooting Oh my Kamasu. god and you got in front of the camera So I got in front of the camera I'm still on the movie I I very famously uh, very happily had two days of shoot with Rekha as well yeah. which was yeah. very fascinating for me um so so yeah it it has been I think every element of filmmaking I have done at some point or the other 
so it is a master of many uh, and also grabbing every opportunity that comes your way and uh, letting uh, you know going with the flow more like master of none i've done everything so uh, out of all the things that you did today uh, what you're doing seems like the most challenging uh, job because um, maybe you are not on the field creating it but uh, you are creating the entire project that's right ma'am um it is it is really gratifying and i feel it's uh, you know it's very interesting if if you talk to any old businessman they will say you know if you want to uh, run a factory which is selling bottled water you better start on the shop floor so mm-hmm. my journey has been somewhat similar i'm now mm-hmm. producing films um what's been very gratifying in this uh, last four year journey with saregama is mm-hmm. the idea of setting up a film brand you see uh, many production houses come and go but uh, you belong to a storied company like saregama the main interest is in creating a brand that would have lasting value and these things take decades they don't uh, they don't happen short in short spans of time and it's very very rare for a corporate to create a brand uh, you know out of filmmaking in a creative industry you know where basically what happens is a brand gets cre- created around a very very prolific creator so i would say uh, dharma has a brand which is focused uh, built around karan johar um, mm. one time factory was a brand built around rangopal verma mm. um, yash is a brand built around the creative talents of two individuals yash chopra and adi chopra yeah. so uh, a corporate to set out with the aim that we will build a brand that would be known for filmmaking is a very very order it's a very big mountain i feel we're still at base camp there um but it has been 4 years the first critical step of uh, you know building a tv uh, sorry a film production house or studio is surviving Hmm. I think that's critical. Um you know, you know a lot of questions come to my mind uh, when you say yeah. this because uh, uh, when we talk about brands and the names that you mentioned obviously there is no uh, celebrity face and uh, you are concentrating on filmmaking uh, so right. what are the key uh, points that were the mantra of the banner that you all will do or not do Right so uh, ma'am if you recall we'd met you uh, when we were starting our journey and we outlined at that time what would be the key mantras so the first thing was and you know these sound a bit like clichés but um you know because everyone starts their their brand or their film production studio with this idea that you'll be story led but mm. uh, try to put a little science behind how we would be story led and we mm. created a system of uh reading scripts that would one assure any script writer who sent something to us that we would respond between 4 to 6 weeks mm-hmm. two uh we had a very very clear almost numerical system of and we still follow this of evaluating whether a script is going to be good for us or not mm-hmm. um we basically evaluate on certain very fixed criteria um you know i can i can tell you in a little bit of detail if you'd like 
sure. uh, the first criteria that we look at. I think very, very helpful because, you know, I am bombarded with writers who have scripts ready and are all the time shopping and they don't mm. know where to go. So if you uh, really elaborate on it point wise, uh, it will help a lot of writers who are suffering labor pangs somewhere. Yes, and, and I think our intention also comes from the fact that it takes, it's a Herculean effort to write a script. Uh, mm -hmm. Whether good or bad, you know, everyone, like we say in Hindi, sabko apna bachcha acha lagta hai. So Jee. everyone considers that they've written a great script. And, and as producers, what we must do is respect the effort that goes into it. Mm -hmm. um, that was where we were coming from initially, because I've been a freelancer for most of my career, like I mentioned. And most mm. of the time, we send a script to a producer or a production house. Mm. Uh, we are famous for not wanting to say no. So, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you never hear back from that producer or that yeah. studio, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you're a writer or an artist, you live in hope. So that mm. hope can become very, it can become a very large burden. It's a, it's a very heavy rock to carry, you know. Yes. So our first promise to everyone who reaches out is that we will get back to you in four to six weeks. Um, the second thing we did is write a very, very detailed SOP, which again, uh, you know, comes what from how... What is an SOP? So it's Standard Operating Procedure. It's an acronym for Standard Operating Procedure. It's okay. a about 10-page document, which I can send to you after this call, which yeah. basically tells you how we will deal with you how we will evaluate your script, in how much time we will come back to you. If we choose to take your script, what will be the further steps, how you will get paid, how much you will get paid, which is mentioned as a percentage of the COP, which is your cost of production of your mm -hmm. film. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of these steps are outlined in a document, which is we sent you immediately the moment you, uh, you know, call us or email us saying, I have a script. We will first send you this document before we even read anything. Okay. So it was our small way of being respectful to the effort that a writer puts in. Can right. I interrupt you here and ask you that the person yes, or the team that is evaluating the script? Yes. How many people are there and how do you choose them? And what makes you feel that they are going to be fair to the person uh, who submits the script? So uh, the fact that they, uh, you know, will be fair is something we can never tell because, you know, at the end of the day, it is individuals and their moods, their backgrounds, uh, their their level of education and their personalities come into it. We've mm. tried to understand that as well. We have a team of eight readers in-house who mm. are all employees of Saregama. So this is not a process that we outsource. In fact, I think one of my learnings at Saregama has been as a production house or a studio. We don't outsource anything. Um, other than the director and the writers, almost everything we do is in-house. So we work in a so somewhat older studio system mm. uh, from the people who read our scripts, our editors, um, you know, most of our work are all our line producers. All these elements are all run in-house, um, you know, not, not freelance. Mm. So uh, to come back to script analysis, we have eight mm. analysts. They are generally younger people. Because okay. there are people, you know, this is not a job which pays extreme amounts of money. Um, mm -hmm. These are people who are either out of film school or they have already written something. So they are writers themselves. Mm -hmm. 
they are they are picked from various different backgrounds. I try to pick people who are uh, a mix of urban as well as small town because you know we know yeah. a lot of uh, consumption is coming out of small towns. Yes. Um, eventually, as we learn, as we work with these people, we learn their personalities as well. So we do kind of tinker with who is sent what kind of script to read, and yeah. what we try to do is send a person a script that would be outside their comfort zone to read and evaluate. Okay. Um, these people go through a basic workshop with me personally, where I lead them through this system which we created to evaluate scripts. Okay. And uh, ask them to not only write a synopsis, so it's a one-page document after they read the script of wow. what they think the story is. Then they write a one-page thought, like what did they think about the script, um, mm-hmm. and then a grading out of thirty points. Wow! So, I'm so really impressed, Siddharth. I'm really impressed and touched. Yeah. It, yeah it's just one system ma'am i don't know if it is the best system but at least it you know what we wanted to do uh, what vikram when he started udly was very clear about he said i want to take personal biases out of it so a film shouldn't get made because vikram mehra or siddharth anand has liked the film that is mm. not fair there mm. has to be something which is a little more um, you know quantitative not just qualitative so- so suppose you're rejecting somebody's script yes uh is that thought process shared with that writer and told that we are rejecting you for this this reason uh so ma'am earlier we used to share a lot of our thought process over yeah. time it become less we still do share certain points but okay. it has become less because again uh writers and creative people uh, have the right to love and they they must love what they have written so yes so uh, they they have to be because you know that's that's the basis with which you you get into something which is artistic yeah. um so if you if you give them too much of your opinion it tends to lead to defensiveness and yes. argument Yes so we have found we uh, and this this thing is not fixed you know we've been operating since 2017 uh you know that's that's four years of experience for us mm. um so, so it has evolved time to yeah. being three or four bullet points that we will give a person why we did not think their script uh worked for us and mm-hmm. my team has evolved uh, a, a set pattern where they always say listen we understand that any opinion on a subject on a creative piece is subjective and you know your material best but uh, you know these are our reasons for not going ahead with your script if you mm-hmm. want to change them you're welcome to change them and submit to us again so many mm-hmm. many writers have sent us uh, redrafts of their material mm-hmm. uh, after we rejected uh, the yeah. the material so we try and keep it as open a conversation as we can but at okay. the end of the day uh, time is money this is a corporation I, i like i said earlier we stress survivability which means that we shouldn't be a loss making enterprise for the company in any way so uh, you know there is a uh, unfortunately rejections happen and and they're sometimes final no so uh, i get it because it's very similar to what happens with an author and a publisher uh, because i have done many books so when yes. i get a manuscript uh, it takes about 6 weeks for the commissioning editor to get back and tell me and it's always extremely polite and said that you know it's a great story 
but at the moment we are not looking at something like this so we wish you all the best and i'm sure it will be a great success so it's yeah. nice it's interesting and yet it's polite so this is what happens uh, before you say yes to a script uh, but right. i have noticed that your um, versatility and your prolificity of the banner has been absolutely stupendous because you'll have done uh, within 4 years a number of movies of all yes. genres and all budgets so uh, you're right ma'am uh, i i think the reason the bouquet is so varied is the fact that personal biases have gone out mm. um you know if i was to make the kind of films i like to watch i would be making exclusively thrillers and action films mm-hmm. uh, or satires if mm. my boss has to make what he like to watch he would be making exclusively uh, tragedies and dramas uh, <laughs> so so uh, you know it, it really doesn't matter we uh, i i'll just take another 2 minutes to elaborate on these this 30 points that i told you we grade on okay you know? uh, yes so so we give 5 points for each uh, element that i'll mention now uh, mm. so it goes 0 to 5 the first one uh, we call log line so basically can you express the entire story of that film in one sentence what this does is it it forces everyone to come to the discipline that a story must be about somebody who eventually becomes the protagonist who mm. wants something which becomes the mission of the film and whether mm. they get it or not this mm. can be expressed in a sentence and if it is it it weeds out a lot of the more uh, you know in independent cinema you get a lot of pieces which are very contemplative we have mm. not made any of these because we weed them out at the at the at the concept stage itself mm. so we give five points for log line then mm. we give five points for thematic according to us thematic is a cliched philosophical idea that is being interestingly examined across every scene of the film so um we made a movie called hamid which won two national awards last year uh, two years ago when they mm. gave national awards and uh, the thematic of that film was that you cannot be enemies with a person if you understand them so empathy cuts enmity mm. um, and if you if you are to watch that film you'll see that that thematic is there in almost every scene so we give five points for thematic then uh, we give five points for craft our belief is that if you write well and you write engagingly and you write visually then uh, higher chances of that script translating into a, a good film so uh, craft is very important to us uh, it's also a way for us to measure what is the ability of the writer or the filmmaker we work with a lot of writer directors so mm-hmm. it is our way to measure how uh, you know we think the eventual film will be because also uh, you know to give you a few numbers in the last 4 uh, years we have produced about 20 films and we have released about 15 films mm-hmm. the other five are just getting finished in their in post production mm-hmm. uh, so we have three prolific and i think about 10 of those films uh, out of the 15 that have been released have been with first time filmmakers first or second time filmmakers so so we are very agnostic to somebody's experience level unlike other studios which mm. will say that we want a very experienced director to come on board and direct mm. so for us evaluating the craft level of a script is very important mm. uh, the next criteria we look at is authenticity so mm. we want to 
we want to measure whether the world is being created in an authentic, logical way or not. A lot of our films have this flaw where logics uh, sort of goes out of the picture. And uh, we're very, very concerned with logic and authenticity. We want the characters to feel lived in. We want them to feel three-dimensional. We want um, the situations to uh, to have some sort of causality in them. In fact, we often say that uh, fact is a lot stranger than fiction. Fiction has to follow rules because it has to constantly convince the consumer that this is plausible. So, uh, you know, the moment you feel, Are ye thodi na hota hai, then you you out of the film in a way. So uh, we have a lot of effort to, to measure uh, that element. The next element we look at is uh, something which we call the Indian element. We want films that talk about unique practices or cultural elements of India or unique political situations that we're in, um, you know. So we, we measure that as well. And the last... Give me an example of that. So, ma'am, uh, again, uh, let me talk about a film that we just won the national award for. We got this year for a Tamil film called KD. Uh, this is a film which there's a very interesting practice, which is almost now extinct in uh, 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 Tamil Nadu, where okay. basically if an elderly member of the family is on their deathbed, then they practice a form of euthanasia, where they, they, they give you copious amounts of coconut water. And they also rub coconut oil on the body of the elderly person, which mm-hmm. causes, uh, um, you know, the, the internal organs to somewhat dissolve in a way and uh, is a way of, uh, you know, sort of transitioning them from this life to the next. Um, okay. We made a film about a man who's in coma. He's an 80 year old man in coma mm. who wakes up. Uh, I mean, he, he gains some sort of consciousness because he hears his family planning this ritual for him. Okay. And he wakes up in alarm and runs away from his house. And mm. as family is looking for him, he lives a life of a mendicant and um, uh, happens to find an eight-year-old orphan who is also living, uh, you know, taking shelter in a temple. And mm. they become friends. And mm. this eight-year-old tells him that before you die, you must learn to live. So you tell me what is on your bucket list and I will help you complete it. Hmm. A very lovely Tamil film, which we, uh, uh, you know, like I mentioned, just won an award for. Nice, um, nice. You know, so so this film rates very highly on, uh, you know, this idea of Indianness that yes. we look at, you know, okay. in our films. Hmm. Um, the last criteria is a very interesting one, which I call uh, personal bias. So hmm. I asked the reader to give five points from zero to five on whether they would consume this film or not, or whether it made them feel some emotion or not. Um, So again, it's a way for us to, like I said, we know what is the personality type of the person we've assigned the script to. And then we know, uh, you know, what is their personal bias response. Sometimes I will disregard this metric. Sometimes I will take it very seriously because we do understand Film is a mass medium. It cannot only talk to a niche audience. It mm. has to have the ability to reach, the story has to have the ability to reach a broader audience. Mm. Otherwise, like uh, I often tell my team, then then the person should be encouraged to write a book. Because uh, mm. in literature, you can afford to be a lot more allegorical, a lot more metaphorical, and you can afford to talk to a much smaller audience mm. than if you're making a film. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, pardon all the elaboration, but this is a system we've evolved over mm-hmm. the years 
to uh, to judge the quality of the material that is coming our way we also maintain an excel sheet and uh, i'm i'm proud to tell you that my team has read 2800 scripts in these last four years out of wow. which we have we have greenlit 21 so again you'll see that the system works because we do not make the kind of films that only i or my boss would like to make we make a variety of films in a variety of languages also um, we are we're pretty agnostic to languages in fact uh, we have a very interesting marathi feature film which is going to release it was supposed to release on april 30th but unfortunately we've had another lockdown uh, mm. it's called dombivili and it's a mm. horror comedy around an outbreak of zombies in dombivili so <laughs> so you know we we are doing interesting work across genres and across languages because this system takes out personal biases mm. I'm very, very uh, moved by all that you have said. I'm moved by uh, the content and by the systems and the intent of keeping it as fair as possible. Because uh, like you rightly said, that the writer has to be respected. And I'm sure that many writers listening to this are going to be sending you many stories. Uh, I think I have got more than sufficient from you is there anything left uh, that you want to express or that you have left unsaid siddhant no ma'am thank you for talking to me it's an honor and you know this is the reason why we met you for your blessings literally before yes. we started udli um, yeah. i'm just um, you know very happy that saregama has continued because you know it's it's um, like they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions Mm. um companies start with good intentions they start with uh, the intention to make a difference and to bring transparency and respect to a system which often lacks it but uh, somehow saregama is continued and is continuing still um and we are quite prolific at the rate of approximately five feature films per year um so um i i think it's very gratifying and I, and I, it's really nice that i got to speak to you um no and my takeaway my takeaway today after the conversation is that in a managerial administrative powerful position you need a creative passionate person who has been through the rungs of the ladder of all the uh, departments uh, that go into film making because only then he is going to or she is going to completely understand what every department is going through Thank you ma'am it's so nice to hear that from you. Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode do comment. Do rate on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Castbox, Spotify, Jio Seven so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then take great care of yourself. 